You are listening to the Bring On Balance show, and I'm your host, Karen Wilson. Together, we visit topics about creating the life you want so that you can move forward with clarity, confidence, and consistency with your definition of balance. This is episode six, and today is all about balanced fitness for weight loss and the common mistakes that could actually lead to weight gain. I'm also going to share with you what to look for in a trainer and or programs and credentials to watch for. Definitely going to go over that thing that most people leave out, which can be the golden nugget to results in, you know, achieving the fitness and the body that you're looking for. I, of course, you know, I definitely have had times where I'm using, you know, all the fundamentals of fitness and it's, uh, Everything is great and I feel amazing. And then I go on to these slippery slopes. And, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for about seven or eight years now. And I see this being uh, some a place where there's common mistakes, especially when we're getting set into the new year. We have new goals or sometimes it's just time and you get set and you're like, now is my time. So it might not be, I mean, every day is a new year. I'm in the camp of every day can be a fresh start. You don't have to wait till a new year or until there's time to get started. But today we're going to talk about becoming a seasoned pro with your specific workout calendar so that you can feel less stress, get better results get off the on again and off again pattern. You can break a plateau and really do it by being kind to your body. You're going to find everything in the show notes. So I've actually made an ebook for you that you can download if you follow the link in the show notes. And of course, um, I'm going to invite you to sign up for the 1000k.club. And that's a club that I've put together to reach 1000 kilometers. Now, it's not a race. It's actually for walkers, for people that want to learn to run, and for runners uh, to stay consistent just by using a little bit, um, a little bit at a time, um, you know, like 2.7 kilometers a day is uh, three in 365 days, it's a thousand kilometers. And we all need, most of us in society need to move more. Um, a lot of our jobs re- and, and lives have us seated um, for commutes. They have us seated for our jobs. And it's important to get moving, but when is it too much? And we're going to go over that today. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is comparison versus goals and how to avoid the slippery slope. Um, My biggest, best word of advice, and I had to take this myself a time or two, is to start where you are today. Uh, it And it is really, it's a simple sentence, but it's not always simple to follow, is it? So if you're making a comeback, you might remember a previous version of yourself. So try to avoid the comparison game and wipe the slate clean and start where you are. And what I recommend to do instead of is to make a weekly goal based on how many workouts you will perform. Um... Sometimes these expectations can come from what we may have achieved in the past. 
or sometimes they can be like comparing ourselves to others and results really do take time to show up. Um, so avoid jumping in with too much gusto and expecting yourself to go from zero to 100 this week. It's, it's more important to do some investigating and find out what you like to do and feel great about sticking to it. Um, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever been this in this position, when you start talking to others about what you're doing, a lot of times people will offer advice or suggestions. And although it's wonderful to get help and suggestions from others, um, you know, and sometimes something will intrigue you and I, I encourage you to try it, but you got to try it a few times. And if you're just not growing excitement around it, it, it might not be the right thing for you. And that's okay. You know, nobody's going to judge you for trying to have something different. Avoid the dangers of it, accountability. Um, and this sounds really counterintuitive um, because a lot of times it takes that accountability to keep you on track. So that's why you hear a lot of experts talking about accountability. But sometimes they don't tell you where to find the good ones. And sometimes it's not your best friend that you're dragging to spend, you know, you're spending hours and hours trying to convince them to work out with you or to stay on track with something with you. And they really don't want to, but they're doing it because you're your friend. The best accountability you have is you first. This is where it's super important to like your exercise choice because it's got to be something that you would go to with or without or do with or without an accountability buddy. Um, and a lot of times what happens is we meet other accountability buddies in that space that share the same passions, that share the same goals, share the same loves. And and, and I've seen so much of this in um, my years as fitness. Uh, running is, is super interesting this way. It's like, okay, I'll go back into a story to just kind of share with you where I compared myself and and how a community is is really cool. Um, I remember when last year when I signed up for the New York City Marathon after taking kind of like a six year running break. Now I was I was still doing other things of fitness, a fitness instructor, and I love doing my morning workouts, usually based around you know a little bit of strength, a little bit of cardio, a lot of flexibility. Um, but I wasn't like running. So I signed up for the marathon and I was like, okay, went out for my first run and I had a year to train and I could barely run for a minute. I could barely jog for a minute and my calves were screaming. And although my mind remembered what it was like to feel good about running, to feel good about my times and what I could do and how fast I could go. And, 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 you know, there was no negative feedback I was getting whatsoever. My body was not agreeing. So that's, you know, that's when signing up for something in the future helps you to measure your fitness goals rather than the weight loss goals. And there's Never a harm in being the new person, even if the new person is the person that you are today versus the person that you were 10 years ago. 
uh, it still needs to be enjoyable. And the first time that you try anything new, it, it might be humbling, it might be hard, but if you like something about the workout or even the person delivering it, you know, you're going to have a reason to go back. You know, the bottom line is surround your pe- yourself with positive people that are wanting to do the same thing. Uh, so I'm going to give you a few action steps uh, to help you seal the deal on this is really identify where you are today and what kinds of exercise you like to do the most. Identify something new you want to try and Identify your accountability buddy, and if you were listening close, which I know you were, I gave you the answer to the accountability buddy. All you got to do is look in the mirror. It's you. So what about like, let's, I'm going to give you like some real talk um, versus myth. Um, you know, sometimes people say, um, it, don't worry, it will get easier. Um, and the truth is, Exercise is not torture, it is a gift, but anyone that tells you that exercise is easy is not giving you the full truth. What does get easier through practice is performing exercise with confidence and good form, and what gets easier as well is showing up daily. Another myth is that it won't be hard once you gain the habit, and the truth is some workouts are always going to be very hard regardless of your fitness level. That feeling of hard will never go away. Some workouts should be easier and eventually what was hard will be easier to perform and that's a better way to progress than again what the scale says. Uh, Another myth is I need to do hours and hours of cardio to get results and the truth is if you are utilizing all five components of fitness, you are going to get the results you want. Another myth is it worked for me before so I must be doing something wrong. It's not working. I must need more cardio. (laughs) I've been there. Oh, I've so been there. But the truth is it's awesome when something works, and I'm putting that in air quotes, but it becomes our go-to for what worked before. Then something happens. You're doing the work, you're cutting the crap from your diet, and the pounds are packing, and you don't know why common misconception is that we need to exercise more and eat less. And now, although that works for a matter of time, it doesn't work long term. You end up hitting a wall. It's it's not necessarily um, the best thing for cardio. And then another myth is I, I'm different. <laughs> I'm totally different. I have a slow metabolism and I just need more cardio. Well, uh, sorry. <laughs> If you don't already, it's time to be sure all the ingredients to your goals are in place. So think about your body coming from more of a scientific approach. I I learned a lot about this um, through taking the 131 method. A lot of people think it's just a nutritional program, but you really get a sense of how your body works as a whole system. Our bodies are systems. I'll put a link to that program in the show notes below as well. But we need to move more and we need muscle to burn more calories and muscle atrophy starts at about 40. We need to make sure those muscles are flexible so we can move more comfortably and we need to rest so that new muscle growth can occur. You see, it all works together and leave out one piece and you're not 
maximizing your fitness time. This is tough when, you know, you're busy and you're motivated, driven, hardworking, and you want to get gold stars for your work. So I want to make sure that you have all the ingredients and not just one. And, you know, it's hard to package up specific workout programs for specific people without understanding what your needs are. So what I'm giving is an overview a solid base of things that you can implement right away. So here it is. It is the five-piece recipe. And this is super important. So lean in and write this down. Let's start with an overview of what a typical week of fitness should include with a description of exercise in the category. So we're talking about cardio at first. It it is something that we do need. But there are different types of cardio. It's pretty self-explanatory. That which is anything aerobic, like walking, jogging, swimming, aerobic classes. Then there's hit. It's what I like to call an express cardio with a dash of powerful strength. Then there's strength, which is body weight, functional fitness, and weightlifting. Flexibility is number four. Both dynamic and static stretch. Now this is the golden nugget. This is the thing that helps everything else happen, especially as we get older. Number five is rest. Magic happens during the rest. And then, you know, you you want all the fundamentals, so every single day you're not going hard. Um, Because as we've discussed, cardio, long bouts of cardio is not going to work alone. So I recommend having like one or two maximum longer bouts of cardio. And by longer, I mean like 45 minutes, um, maybe an hour. Uh, But going at um, a fat burning pace and a fat burning pace is is something where it's a little bit more than um, holding a comfortable conversation, but it's not at a point where you can't hold a conversation. Um, And then there's the number two, which is incorporate the fat burning cardio express with a 20 minute hit. Now, a HIT is high intensity interval training, and I go in depth in that in the um, ebook down. But basically, you're you're going up in increments. So you want like ten is your highest rate of exertion. Like you can't talk, you might deck the person in front of you if they want you to answer. Like you're working at the highest intensity level, and you can't keep that up. One is sitting. Okay, so. A hit interval typically takes you um, in intervals six, seven, eight, nine, and then you go back to six, seven, eight, nine, and a twenty-minute one will have you repeat that four times, and then on the last cycle you go up to a ten, and then you cool down. Now you can do this exercise, hit training. You can do it on the road, on the treadmill, on a bike. It's, it's the act of doing it and the benefits of it that are twofold. Um, in addition to more fat burning, HIT high intensity interval training, stimulates production of the human growth hormone by up to 450%. In addition to more fat burning, HIT stimulates uh, production of human growth hormone by up to 450% during the 24 hours after you finish your workout. And why does human growth hormone matter? Because it's not only responsible for increased caloric burn, but it also slows down the aging process. 
And that makes you younger both inside and out. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the benefits of exercise is staying young, don't you? It's a really great little workout because you can literally do it anywhere and it's the perfect choice if you're a busy person struggling to get that time in. There's also like strength and that's number three, which is body weight, functional fitness and weightlifting. And then the fourth one is flexibility, both dynamic and static. And that is a golden nugget, a definite thing that most people do leave out. Most people will cut their workout short um, and and want to get more cardio in. And although, um, you know, that might burn more calories on the Fitbit or whatever, it doesn't give the body as much results overall as it could. We have to think of ourselves more of a system. We're more of a science system. Um, you, when we take out one piece, all the other pieces don't work as well. So that's definitely one that you're not going to leave out, are you? <laughs> also, rest. It's another thing that most people leave out. And uh, body and mind need that. So once to twice a week, as I said before. Um, and it uh, obviously it doesn't mean sitting on the couch and eating bonbons all the day, all day. But it's just, it gives yourself a, both a, a mental and a physical break and a permission. Um, I love, love, love working out on weekends because I feel like I can just take my time. There's no pressure to be showered. Um, but there are some days during my work week that, uh, a rest day would be really, really good to schedule in because my work day is so crammed. So I'll usually, you know, play around with both of them depending on, on what works best for me for that specific week. So adaption will happen to everyone, every fitness level. So Another great thing about um, strength, like doing all of this is that the best way to do it is change your program every 30 days. Um, so the easiest way is to add intensity or add weight. You can also change the way you hit. Um, you can change your method of cardio, uh, but don't ever change your inclusion of flexibility and rest. So your next action step is to get out your calendar and schedule five workouts this week based on the five-piece recipe. Make a list of the things you'll need to get started and start. So you may be thinking like, what do I look for in a trainer and a program? Now what do I do? So I'm going to share with you some of the things that I know um, from being in the fitness industry for a long time. Um, there's a personal trainer personal trainer is someone um, that you want to hire if you want customized support, weight program, or maybe you need help recovering or adjusting from injuries. Um, you want accountability, one-on-one -on -one sessions. Personal trainers can range from $75 to $100 a session, but good ones are usually worth their weight in gold. And you'll definitely learn a lot from about form and technique that will serve you for a lifetime. So I think it's a really good investment. But shop around um, because there are some people that do call themselves personal trainers but don't have full qualifications. And there is definitely a little bit of ruling, rule bending out there. Um, it's also really important to genuinely feel comfortable because um, they're going to be weighing you, measuring you, and in most cases, they're going to stand beside you while you work out. 
Um, so you'll want to feel comfortable with this person in their presence right away. And I really encourage you to trust your intuition because it's there for a reason. So you want to be able to trust that person. A weight trainer. This person is certified to build weight training and strength training programs, but doesn't have the certifications for specialized programs. They can build based on your needs, but if it was someone training for a specific sport, coming back from injury, or the training for Olympics, it's not the optimal choice. So most gyms have employees that are certified, and usually you can get a free session with a membership. And after that, it's generally about $50 per one hour session. Um, I'm a certified weight trainer, and I specialize in free weights and body weight exercises. And that's because of my size. Um, even though I'm qualified to train people on machines, I technically don't use them very often because I'm usually not tall enough. If you do want um, to book a cons consultation with me, I do do virtual sessions by appointment only, and I'll make sure that there's a link of that in the comment in the show notes below. There's also group classes. And I would recommend to go for a variety for best results. Um, be sure to get a cardio, a strength, a resistance training, and flexibility training in your week for best results. And most classes are designed to include all the fundamentals of fitness in one little powerhouse workout. But variety also keeps your body guessing and it definitely chases boredom away. You might want to consider having a pass for more than one gym uh, to get your perfect recipe and costs will vary. It also can be like you're putting your workout in somebody else's scheduled time. So sometimes um, that's a difficult one to adhere to. So maybe, you know, a recipe for you would be taking two classes a week and filling in all the other spots that you can with something like the 1000K Club. Oh. 1000k.club. Another shameless plug, just in case you forgot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm a big fan of virtual programs. I like virtual programs, uh, like having a pocket trainer on demand 24-7, and there's so many ones that you can do um, that they have meal plans and schedules and variety overload. Like um, I'm a big fan of Beachbody on demand, and it's like Netflix for workouts, but you can choose and you can find your own favorite program and favorite trainer because that makes um, that makes a big difference too is who you're working out with every day, even if they're a virtual trainer. If you don't like them, it's not going to work. You're not going to want to turn them on. Um, and And so... That's, you know, that's a whole other topic, right? So typically the cost for this is about, for an entire year, it's about one personal training session and a half. So that's about it. There you have it. It's pretty easy, right? So it's time to build your personal toolkit to fitness and weight loss and consistency, peace and youth and longevity. Because the last thing you want to do is spend precious time spending energy on things that won't turn out the results you're looking for. Or being derailed because of something out of your control like gym closure or trainer decides to go away. 
now you have really everything that you need. This, this is a system. This is what's worked for years and years and years. So as systems go, as I explained earlier, like when we remove one part, we realize it's connected to everything else. And in order to get the full recipe, the full fitness benefit, it's so important to have all five fundamentals. And if you're just starting out on your fitness program, I recommend to choose one and build upon it. So for example, in the 1000k.club, we're building the habit. We're building the habit of spending time with yourself moving every day. And inside of that club, there are uh, templates for um, different types of walking. So walking for fitness, I have the HIT structure in there. Um, so it's cardio and HIT. And, you know, to learn to run, it's the same thing. And running, it's the same thing. So you're doing more than one fundamental of fitness. Then I also have access to, um, you know, you have access to me and you also have access to all the learning tools as and people and mentors that can help you in your overall cross-training for that. So I think the first thing to build in the five fundamentals of fitness is, is structure and habit and spending time with yourself. So commit to that for three or four weeks and then ask yourself, is there something more I can add? Is there something more that's going to um, not be really hard to add to my habits, but that's going to tick the boxes of the five fundamentals of fitness? I'd like to take a moment to thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you have a second, please leave a review. It's kind of like my tip jar. And I will talk with you again next week. Take care.